Welcome to the realm of magic and mystery, classic horror and sci-fi. You are now entering the House of the Unusual podcast with your hosts, Eddie and Joe. Welcome all you cool ghouls and friendly fiends to the House of the Unusual podcast. I'm your host, Joe Pavlansky, and with me as always are my two good buddies, Eddie Guevara and Chuck Caputo. Gentlemen, how's it going? All right, pretty good. Pretty good, pretty good over here. Everybody's um, coming out nice and clear there, huh? All nice. right, sounds good, man. Hey, there is a uh, some great news, and I think we touched on it last uh, podcast. I can't re- I can't remember. I barely remember what went on uh, this morning. But <laughs> over at uh, Stupid Comics, man, number six is ready to uh, to be shipped, and uh, I ordered mine a few days ago, and I believe it's already shipped out. Uh, this one looks to be fantastic, and it even comes with a uh, a free sticker, so that's really cool. So if you guys aren't hip to what Stupid uh, Comics is, head over to stupidcomicsmagazine.com. And that's stupid spelled S-T-O-O-P-I-D. And this is just a fantastic uh, little comic book type thing. It's it's a mixture of Far Side, Cracked, and... Um, mad magazine all rolled into one and it's absolutely hilarious they're on issue six right now but they do have uh seven total because they started with number zero and they do have all of them available uh on their website for a great price so if you need some back issues head over there and pick them up the the cover looks fantastic so i, I really can't wait to to get into this one and i hope mine's here very soon uh also man over at the the our buddy Todd's place, c-monkeys.com. There's some great underwater sea monkey stuff there, man. And we always need some extra sea monkey uh, gifts for ourselves or even for someone else. I tell you what, um, a few months ago, I brought, I got a little starter kit. Actually, Todd sent me uh, two of them for my nieces who are four and six. And they're real, you know, they're starting to... Uh, uh, how would you say learn on kind of what's going on in nature? You know, they, they love going out to the woods and catching bugs and nice. you know, l- looking at all the animals and, and stuff. So um, I was able to get, you know, thankfully Todd sent me two of the uh, uh, sea monkey kits to give to them and they absolutely love it. They're very fascinated with it. So it's nice to see that, you know, kids could still, enjoy these the the sea monkey kits because you know my they're really not very um my sister and her husband they kind of keep them away from technology you know right now at, at a young age and they want them to just kind of enjoy you know everything around them nature and stuff so they're really getting a, a good kick out of it also our buddy dave haversat he's got a great website 1878 press dot com and that's one eight seven eight press uh tons of great books on there on uh magic uh mentalism um got some uh, book on ss adams harry houdini tons of books on there really hard to find books um some were out of stock some were discounted so you know get on there before they sell it because they do go quick and i also seen today when i was looking at it he has a if you go into the shop button on the top, you'll see books and silks. And there are some fantastic looking silks on here. Um, kind of like reminds me of, uh, you know, stuff that you see from like the, the 60s or 70s with all the different colors and all that, the neon colors. But they look uh, really cool on there. There's a, a dragon, a, a multicolored butterfly, a, a rabbit coming out of a magician's hat. Uh, and uh, some just some really cool designs, so definitely go ahead and check those out. Also, last but not least, before we get into uh, our own stuff, is MyMovieMonsters.com for all your scary monsters magazine needs. Issue number 125, as we have said previously, is now shipping. It's the Highland Bradbury Burrows and Block issue. So go on there, grab it. Uh, you could get it bagged and boarded as well, sent to you, or head over to your local bookstore. Also, if you're on Scary Monsters website and you want a subscription so you don't miss out on the issue, that's the place to do it. And also, I just seen uh, prior to us recording right now that issue number 126 is available for pre-order. It's coming the end of April. And 
this is going to be uh, mainly about uh, J.R. Tolkien's uh, characters, but there are some other articles on, on different horror and sci-fi movies in there, so it's just not on that. And it's a uh, fantastic cover of uh, Gandalf and the Balrog. I do have an article in this one on um, kind of uh, the Balrog through different media and all that. It's 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 really cool, and it was really eye-opening to me. So if you want to pre-order that, that is available. All right, also, and don't forget, we have our flagship site, houseoftheunusual.com. Great forum site over there where you could uh, post some of your pictures, ask questions interact with some other fans also we are on youtube at house of the unusual type that in the search subscribe to our channel like our videos and uh leave some comments if you need to but i think that's um i think that's about it for for house cleaning what do you think chuck yeah it sounds pretty good yeah i'll tell you what pittsburgh has got some crazy weather it's been snowing off and on all day so this is getting more like uh it feels more like uh March now, I guess, you know, and uh, I got shows pretty much booked up the whole weekend. I'm kind of worried about these gas prices. I got some, Ooh. I got some traveling to do. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens, you know, <laughs> you might have to take a second mortgage. Out yeah, yeah, this is, this is getting crazy, man. Hey, uh, the one thing we did, uh, I think it was Sunday after church. My, my, my wife and I went duck pin bowling. We haven't done that for quite a few years. There's only really one place around here that has that. And I tell you what, Joe, I am so sore. I'm still sore. My back is sore. My arms. I don't, bull regular 10 pins I'll, I'll, I'll you know i'll stick with the duck pins wow you, you gotta explain to me what is duck pin bowling because i don't think i've i've oh, ever you don't know what that is okay Unless yeah, yeah. Seen it well, didn't know the name but uh well we're quite a bit older than you yeah you know what back when i was a kid uh they they had 10 pin bowlings which is the standard uh bowling pins and duck pins are about half the size they're just smaller okay and s- some have a black rubber ring around the center part so, so when you throw the ball uh you know like this particular did not fly around too good. I mean, like I was firing that ball. Uh, the ball's a little bit larger than a ski ball, you, you know, the kind from like, a, you know, like an arcade type of thing. Okay. And yeah. So, you know what? It is It is a lot easier to control the ball and so forth. But I was firing that ball down there. And because it has these thick rubber, you know, bands around the center of each of the pin, it's just like, boop. It's just like flies backwards a little bit. I mean, there, there's no pin action. Uh, you know, I'm looking at some photos of it i've i've never seen that before and that actually looks like it would be harder than regular bowling because no, they're no, so it's low a- to the ground it seems yeah you know what it's actually pretty easy to control the ball it's just that you got to bend it some weird ways and stuff i'm not used to oh my goodness my back is killing me and I, you know what i was always fascinated with automatic pin setters and the, the ones they use for duck pins basically what it has is a heavy wire that's attached to the dead center top of each pin so, uh, so once you, once you knock the pins down, there's some type of a winding mat pulls in the wires. It'll, it it kind of like pulls them in like a marionette, you know, oh, and it's really? actually cool. Yeah. And it, and it pulls it back up. It is really slick. Now, when my wife and I went to Erie PA back about two or three summers ago, there was a place we duck pin bowled and theirs didn't have the rubber, you know, like the rubber seals around each of the pins and those things flew around like crazy. I mean, it, it sounded like an explosion. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but this particular place, like I said, there's hardly any pin action. Uh, but if you have a chance, Joe, I would highly recommend this, you know, to search if you have a place near you. I mean, very, very few places have duck pin bowling anymore. Yes, I, I've definitely never seen that before. <laughs> I might have to look a little into it and see if there is anything. But, you know, we 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 used to have tons of bowling alleys around this area. And even oh, now yeah. there's, I think, um, three of them and mm-hmm. one of them which was in downtown Struthers. It was, it's a real old bowling alley back in the eighties. I used to be on a bowl league there. Okay. But when the movie uh, deer hunter came out, uh. <laughs> uh, which, which, what I'm going to try to look up the, uh, the year now when that movie came out, was oh, that goes back to 1978. So 78. if you look at that movie, the bowling alley scene in the movie is from, that bowling alley in downtown Struthers. Oh, really? Cool. I used to bowl at, yeah. Nice. So some people bought it a, a couple of years back and it wasn't really doing, they had to re, you know, re kind of furbish it and everything. I was talking to the owner one night there. They had to kind of refurbish everything, clean it because it was, it was closed down for a while. Yeah. Uh, but they weren't getting uh, too many people coming in there for bowling. So I think they had 10 lanes. I believe four of them. 
Oh, okay. Something like that. And they made that side, they put in pool tables. So it's kind of like combination of bowling and, and pool tables. But there is a, another one uh, in the same city, and they do mostly league play. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one um, in, in Boardman, which uh, it's it's real big. They still do the cosmic bowling and everything. And oh, that's cool. Yeah. Lanes, but it's mostly a lot of younger kids that go there. And I, I'm not sure if there's any other bowling lanes around. There might be maybe one other one in Boardman. I'm, I'm not sure if that one's still open. Mm-hmm. It used to be a real small one. And basically, you'd have to bring all your, you know, your own beer, drinks, right food you know whatever but yeah i mean it's it's not like it used to be i remember in the 80s and 90s there's bowling alleys all over the place oh yeah and you know what prices went up a lot too i mean like you know you know what back when i used to go when i was a young teenager uh you know what if you went bowling joe they were three games for a dollar can you believe that three games for a buck i mean you know and that was back when i was a young teenager or even like grade school we used to go bowling all night i'm I don't know, maybe 10 games straight. It wouldn't bother me. I, I feel certain beyond a shadow of a doubt if I bowled one game with, with you know, with 10 pins, I think I would I'd be in some serious trouble. I mean, I think my back would be out and everything because this because this uh, duck pin bowling for one hour, I mean, I was like almost crawling. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, we did. We went bowling uh, with some friends of ours at that. Uh, it's called Camelot Bowling. We did it like a cosmic yeah. late night bowl after we had some dinner. And I think it was almost five bucks a game, five fifty a game, something like that. Oh yeah, these prices are crazy now. Yeah, and then you had to get your shoes, and I think the shoes were like three dollars. And yeah. I said, I said, holy crap, we bowled. I think, <laughs> I think we bowled two games because there was like eight of us, so it, you know, took a little while. And yeah, but man, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I remember back even like the early two thousands and late nineties. You know, it was only like two bucks a game, two fifty a game. Oh yeah, these. these- Prices have gone through the roof. To be honest with you, I don't even know if I'd pay that or like maybe maybe a bowl game or two. But like I said, I don't think I could even do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, but hey, but check it out. Like I said, Google it. Maybe you got one that's out in your area. You know, yeah, it's a fantastic way to, uh, to bowl, man. Duck pins. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Have you uh, duck pin bowled, Eddie? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm listening to you guys, and I'm thinking because to be honest with you. I don't remember ever seeing duck pin bowling. Uh, I mean, I thought you would have a whole setup in your your basement. <laughs> yeah, no, I would. the The thing I was thinking with the, uh, Chuck was talking about is because back in the old um, two guys, which they used to have up here, which again is like saying Woolworth, and back in those days, yeah, <laughs> there was a section, and I've mentioned that section before in previous shows, where uh, even Doctor Boyajin one time when he was talking about it, he was saying it where. We used to kind of go, they had a section, they had an arcade section, and it had those pinballs that, not pinball, but those bowling that you put like a, I think it was a dime, a game, and you had the little uh, wooden ball and you shot it and the pins would go up. Right. And that's the thing that I was thinking in my mind when Chuck, Chuck was saying it earlier, but. Uh, that's what uh, I was thinking at first, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I never heard of that. Like, I'm trying to figure out. Wow, I can't believe you guys have never seen anything like that. I mean, uh, I mean, but they are pretty standard lanes. It's just they use smaller pins and you use a much smaller ball. Like never, said, never, they- never heard of it. And, and you want to hear what's crazy? Bowling. My favorite part about bowling was that you got to, you know, put on the shoes. I, I really enjoyed getting the shoes for some crazy, bizarre reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I thought it was just fun in the fact that it, it you know, was it's kind of a game. Uh, growing up, I wasn't too much into sports. You know what I'm saying? And that game kind of offered you to be a professional without being one. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So bowling was always very well accepted. I mean, I used to have a bowling alley next to my house. Wow. Uh, next to ShopRite. ShopRite is like, you know, big uh, thing up here where it's a food store. And the, and the parking lot was right there, and it had a huge bowling alley. And I would love to go there because they also had pool tables. And I did like playing a lot of pool. Um, yeah, pool, pool is fun, too. I love pool. You know what? I always love bowling. I like pool. I like golfing, but I'm not good. I'm, I'm just barely average. <laughs> you, you, you know what's kind of crazy? When you play pool, okay, you will like it and you get into it. But if you don't play it, you won't like it. But when you start playing it, you can kind of get into it. Where you it is. It day. is fun. Yeah. It's well, here, here's real quick. Here's why. Well, Eddie, here's why we've never heard of duck pin bowling. I'm looking online. <laughs> is 
in Ohio and New Jersey. Oh, it was, it was mainly Indiana, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, go. Virginia, wow. North Carolina, uh, Maryland, Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island. So that's why, Eddie, we, we have to blame Chuck for this. Oh, wow. Eddie. So you guys didn't have any. That's why you didn't see nope. No, and Chuck, you're saying um, you were getting like killed. You were so tired. And I'm saying from bowling? Yeah, I, I, I said, like, how how do you, you know, I was thinking, like, what type of exercise are you doing, you know? And, I tell you what, I work out twice a week at the gym and I walk. But somehow when you throw that ball, man, you, like you're using your lats and your, you know, your muscles and so forth. And, I, wow, I'm just not used to bending that way. You know? <laughs> and, uh, holy smokes, I couldn't believe it. Wow, I'm still a little sore. Oh, I think we found one that's that's actually near you. Uh, what's it called? It's in Medina, Ohio. Oh, they have one in Ohio now. Yeah, it's it's in Medina, Ohio. Ooh, so, I, have to so I don't know how far that is from you, but uh, um, about an hour or so, a little over an hour could be. Okay, well, check. It's it's a really cool, nice looking one. We just pulled you know, up on the internet. I'm looking online, and there's another type of bowling too, and I've never seen this. I don't know if you guys have. It's called candle pin bowling. Oh, is that is that the is that the tubular type of pin? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've never bowled with those, but I've seen those on TV. That looks really strange. Yeah, yeah, and it looks like it's the same. Actually, the balls because uh, they're doing a ball comparison, mm -hmm. and you know the duck pin ball is a lot smaller than the ten pin ball, but the candle pin ball is slightly smaller than the duck pin ball. Right, right. That's really. Uh, have you ever heard of that, Eddie? No, I, I've never heard of that one either. But I, you know what? The only bowling that I was very famous was the, the Honeymooners. They were always going bowling. The flip oh, yeah. Bowling, you know? <laughs> so I got introduced to bowling, but I never heard of those. And, and let me tell you something. When you look at it, like, it's like for example, I didn't even know they had the different size, the balls and stuff like that. But um, isn't candle bowling, isn't that, I mean, because what it's bringing to my attention is, and I'm sure you guys, except for Joe, of course, because he's a newbie for this. Remember the old Maxwell Smart um, Skittle shootout, Skittle Bowl? Oh, absolutely. All Skittle those pool. games? Yeah, Skittle Bowl, yep. Okay, and the way that was is that, that the Skittle Bowling had a pendulum, Yep. and the pendulum had a little ball, and then you would put up 10 um, bowling pins, and you swung the pendulum on this square. It was basically, think of a square platform, mm -hmm. like a big board game. And it had a little wooden thing where you would put the pins on top. And then it had a, what would be like a hangman's noose, but it was a, um, a, a ball hanging on a, on a, on a, on a thread or something on a, on a chain. And you had to swing it and hit the, the pins off. And it was called Skittle Bowling. I think it was. Uh, as I was doing my move out of my storage that I'm going to a totally new storage facility. And I've been, compressed with all this crazy amounts of carrying stuff i didn't have an idea that a human can have so much stuff and i came across an original one of those in mint condition that i have nice uh, in fact i've been discovering a lot of things and i got some information for the people that are listening uh probably i'm looking at another two weeks of of moving stuff on a daily basis to finish my entire move when I moved to the location I'm in now where I had my office that I have a tour of my area, that particular location, the house where that was in sold. So I have, I've have now to move my, uh, my thing to a storage facility and I've rented uh, four 10 by 10s and one 10 by 30, hopefully to see where it fits and I compress. But the point I'm saying this is that I've been opening boxes that haven't been opened since Todd Mitchin was born. <laughs> okay. And um, I've come across a lot of unique things that I've been taking photographs and stuff off. And I think that, and the fact I got a 10 by 30, and I want to say 10 feet wide, 30 feet deep. Wow. And I got two, four, 10 by 10, uh, 10 feet by 10 feet uh, storages, because I'm looking to just put everything into like all of them and then compress everything to the 10 by 30. But I'm going to see what's important, what's not. And, you know, making a nice office as well. Now, the thing I was going to say is that one of the things I'm going to do as we're coming forward, I was thinking of maybe having like some live auctions and stuff like that. 
But I, I want to see if I can come up, and, and this was a great idea that I think uh, Joe had mentioned in a while back, um, where I could do every week, like just like Chuck does Chuck's Corner, I would have every week an opening of a box that I haven't opened in years. Oh, that and would I be could, cool. I yeah. can start that as, you know, as things are going now, because quite frankly, I have over 200, 300 boxes of office boxes filled with toys that I am actually moving, but I haven't opened in years. And I can actually do a televised opening per box per week or, you know, every other day or something just to get to the entire collection. This way, I'm sure a lot of people will see, including myself, things I didn't even know I had anymore. Um, I came across one particular item uh, other than the Skittle Bowling. Uh, it's called Crossfire. Now, what cross, Crossfire was a board game kind of like Gunfighter Okay Corral. There was a long, uh, elongated, like rectangular bo- uh, thing. Uh, let's think of uh, air, air hockey. When you have the thing, the puck, and it's kind of like an air hockey table, but what it did, it had rubber bands, and then you had a thing that you kind of like a little gun in each side, and you shot this round uh, steel ball that, that was surrounded by a puck, like it was in a puck where it glided across the entire thing. And it's called Crossfire. Uh, if you guys look it up, if you want to see what it is, just Google it and, and Google Crossfire game from the 70s. And you'll get an idea because I'm sure there'll be pictures of it. And I have one, you know, so I have so many things I'm coming across that I haven't touched in probably seven, eight, nine years. And um, it's going to be fun because the idea is that as I'm going to the new storage, I got all those storages. Not that I have that much stuff that can fill those five storages. I can fill a 10 by 30. Because I already have a 10 by 12. And that's by, once I fill it, that you won't be able to fit a shoebox inside. But the thing is that as I fill that, the other four bins that I have, I'm putting things that are important, things that I haven't looked at, things that this, into different segments. And then, of course, I'm going to compress it into one place once I get the entire move done to the, to the, to the area. Now, that would be phenomenal if I were to open a box each and every week of what those things are. And as I open it and I look through the box, I can, you know, be televising it and stuff. And I, I think that would be. I think it would be cool, man. Yeah. yeah. And for me as well, because I'm sure Todd Matchin many a times is going to drop his jaw and maybe his pants when he sees some of the things. <laughs> He's going to, you know, it's going to be so shocked that he won't even know. As long as there's no sea monkey stuff in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole problem there is. Uh, I found. Um, Something to do with Transcience. I found already that Transcience Corporation, when Harold Van Berhart, one of his items he used to sell was called the Kali Yoga or something like that, which was sold in karate magazines and gun magazines. And it's supposed to be a self-defense baton. And what it does is it kind of like the size of a pe- of a marker. And then you sl- shoot it to the, you slam your hand with it, not slam you. You know, expand your like if you're gonna go into a sword fight, whatever, and it pops out into three sections, mm-hmm. and the top section has like a steel bowl in order to protect yourself. If I remember, I think it's called the Kali Yuga, something like that. Uh, I found three of those. <laughs> um, uh, you know, that, that that's quite a like a lot of things that were either transit because I used to buy over the years. I haven't particularly just collected one specific item. If the item had a, a theme of horror to it, or if the item was some type of monster thing or haunted thing, uh, or it would just intrigue me that it had a shooting uh, game of some sort, I, I went ahead and bought it. And that's what my collection is like all over the place. There was one particular one that I liked. And, 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 and Chuck, I don't know if you remember this. When we were growing up on TV, they used to advertise a, I think it was like a sheriff model. I, I saw it yesterday. I, I didn't look at it really quick, but I, I know I saw it in one of the boxes. It's about a, a three foot tall. I think it was a sheriff. And you had a, a a gun that when you pushed it in, it had like one of those bullets. Remember, they used to push into the gun, had mm-hmm. a spring inside, yeah. and had a suction cup in the end of the bullet. Oh, not the bullet. You, you know what I'm talking about. Right. And this, it was supposed to be like you were going to go into a gunfight with this sheriff, right? And when you shoot him, his hand would pop up. Either he shoot you, or oh, he... I do, I do remember that. Yeah, you remember that game? I do. That um, was cool. It was cool. <laughs> I have one, and I saw that. And I was like, but you know, I was in such a hurry unloading things because 
I have a long week ahead of me. Like I got to get this stuff out of here by the end of the month. And I'm doing in my car anywhere from two to three loads a day, taking the stuff that can break, just the toys that are, yeah. you know, outside. And um, I filled, I've gotten this, um, this bags that it's kind of not a bag, but they're like transporting. I went and bought a few of them and they're about four feet by four feet. They're like this thing with a zipper that you can put stuff in. And I've taken of those seven packed with individual toys that are loose enough to open up a toy store. (laughs) They're all in mint condition, never open out of their boxes. I still have, I think I took out one quarter and I've done a total of five trips with a CRV, which fits a lot with the seats down. And I've taken five carloads of stuff. And right now I still have to rent a truck and maybe do two or three truckloads to get everything out of here. And uh, I could tell you this thing, man, I'm going through things I didn't even know for years I even got or had. Uh, so I'm sure a lot of people out there are pretty, cause this will be like a treasure hunt for me and the people that are watching. Uh, so I think Joe, I know Joe is probably growing some hair by now from all the stuff I'm saying of excitement, right, Joe? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can't wait to see what's in there. There's I know the few that you've done before. There's always been some, some really cool items that, you know, I'm not familiar with a lot of the stuff, so it's cool for me to see, but, you know, stuff, you know, bring out like trans science stuff. I'm sure Todd would really appreciate that. And some of our other viewers out there, you know, stuff that they are really interested in. I'm sure they would be, you know, ecstatic to see that. I got one that it was very, I was kind of like, I grabbed it, put it to the side because I had forgotten it already. But it, it was uh, just like the whoopee when the whoopee cushion was fairly popular back in the, uh, I think, late, early 80s, actually. It came out like in 81, 82. Um, there was a company that put out a cushion and it was, this is more like this of, of a, it's a big cushion and it's called the grab it cushion. Now, when you sit on it, a hand pops out between your legs. Now, the, yeah. the way you did is you would inflate it and it has, which is kind of, I don't know if, I mean, that's probably why it didn't really make it big, but it has an inflatable glove and the glove I'm talking about, like, you know, when women do their dishes or those dishwashing gloves from the, you know, the people wash, you know, the yellow ones. Yeah. It has one of those uh, welded into, not welded, but, you know, meshed into the uh, cushion. So when you sit on it, you inflate that and that pops out. Uh, so you're supposed to put it. So when the person sits, it pops out between their legs. It's, it's kind of funny when you look at it, but I could see it'll be very hard to scare anybody with it. I think it's, it's one of those things that the advertising for it was, more than what the item really was or what it would deliver. You know, the delivery of the item was, but I pulled it out because I thought it was like, hey, look at this. And I found um, three original talking toilets. Now, I'm going to tell you guys a story real quick about the talking toilet. That is one of those products that has been around since the 60s. And it was made by Pointer Products, the same people that made the Adams Family Thing Bank and the Black Box, you know, all the different wow. things they uh pointer products were very famous especially in the 1960s and one of their biggest most popular product was the adam family thing bank which is a, a little black box you put a coin in the top and a hand comes out and grabs it and there's what variations of that bank but what pointer product did and 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 you know and created a lot of those stuff and i found a couple of the items from them and I was kind of like, really like, wow, man, look at all this stuff, this, you know, pointer product stuff. And, and, you know, and, and those are stuff that I'm sure people are going to love to see. And, and, you know, they had the banks, they had so many different items. And I have in there in mint condition, a couple of the original pointer products. And I, I just think it would be phenomenal to do that, to do some type of unboxing. Absolutely, man. That'd be great. I think you were kicking around the idea before. I think you were going to call it Eddie's audit or something like that yes that's i had forgotten we had talked about it a couple mm-hmm. of months ago no i think it's a great idea wow now i have a, a reason to do it because i have to move everything around you know <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah that, that'll be that'll be cool you never know what you're gonna find and there's i tell you there's times where I, I i'm going through boxes to sort out stuff and i'm like when the heck did i ever buy this or get this you know no, i know me too we're all the same yeah it, there's, there's just too much <laughs> stuff i was just before this podcast, I was sorting out some some of my comic books, and I'm 
looking through the thing, and I'm like, I had no idea I had this series or, or these books, and I'm like, what the heck? So I'm trying to organize some of my and, and put them on the, the shelf, and I'm looking at stuff, and I'm like, I didn't know I had this. I didn't know I had that. I, know, I got, I got a, you know what? I got so much magic stuff. It's the same thing. And, and, and what's weird is I got friends who are neat freaks. I mean, they don't want any kind of clutter in their house. And like the rooms I have with my magic, it's it's like ridiculous, man. There's so much stuff everywhere. I have a hard time even getting to it. You know, I know and, we're yeah, <laughs> crazy. I, I was gonna say, I, I one of the things is like you know when I was saying pointer products, I, I was for a second I started saying, and then I was kind of kind of hold it off for one of my future shows. But uh, I just want to say really quick something: the talking toilet, okay, which like I said and I mentioned, it was a pointer product uh, back then. Uh, out of the three, I remember that my daughter, my oldest daughter, who's now 35, was about four years old. And she had a habit always getting up early in the morning. And the first thing she did is like around eight, nine o'clock, right before going to school, kindergarten, she would go to the bathroom. And she got up by herself and went to the bathroom. So I put the talking toilet on the bathroom. Now, when you sit on it, especially in the morning, it echoes. And so when it starts talking, when the way it works is it's it's a recording device that has a, re, a thing. And, and then it had a little bulb and you put it underneath the toilet seat. And when the person squeezed the bulb, it activated the sound and it would, you know, the little record would play. And, and we're talking about a, a system that uses like a record <laughs> with all the electronic stuff we have now. <laughs> these things were done in the 70s and stuff. And it uses an actual little record inside. Wow. And it would co- it's just like the laughing bag and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And what it would do is it would start saying, hey, I'm working down here. And, you know, it would say different phrases. So <laughs> my daughter walks in. And I, so it was kind of a joke that backfired because um, she walked. The thing goes off. She jumps up, runs to her mom. And guess what she does? She pees herself <laughs> to the bedroom. So guess who had to clean it up? <laughs> and my wife says that's what you get for you know for playing a joke but i, I karma. The, the, yeah, yeah karma the problem was is i thought my wife was going to go in the bathroom first not, not my daughter I, it just that that happened that day she actually got up before my wife and i was like oh man <laughs> so you know that but that was a pretty funny joke but i'll tell you one thing the the three best jokes out there that i think really work well and i have been uh, blast, blasted away with how good they are are the one, the talking toilet, which I told you that's one example. The snowstorm tablets, which are not made anymore, but you know, there's still some old and they're, they're not made anymore because obviously it's a, to- a toxic uh, mm-hmm. thing and they stopped making them years ago back in the 80s, I believe. And the third thing that I, I it was a phenomenal joke and stuff and it works all the time. It's a legendary one, the joy buzzer. Because if you put on a joy buster, Chuck and Joe, and you go to your regular job or your friend, oh, yeah. the first thing that goes like, whoa, they pull back their hand with like a lot of force. And a lot of them look like, what the hell? Everybody, everybody's fair game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah that's, that's, a, that's one of those products that will always get somebody. And it's kind of funny because you got to laugh. Some of them will call you a moron or something. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, there was um a couple of years ago, I Eddie, you had actually sent me it. It was it was fake uh, dog poop and fake vomit, and I, you sent it to me back in I think like 2013 or something. But a few years after I got it, I never told my wife about it. I just you know had my <laughs> my stuff in my room, and at the time we had seven dogs, and you know they were all rescues. So at one time or another, that one of them was was sick. We never had a dog that wasn't you know had <laughs> issue going on. So I said, you know, she she was coming home and I said in the, the kitchen, you know, the poop and the, the throw up <laughs> and she came in and started freaking out. She's like, who did this? And I'm like, you know, playing off. I'm like, what's going on? What is it? She goes, somebody pooped in there. There's throw up. What did they eat? This doesn't look right. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And, and she's looking at it and she goes, is this fake? And I'm laughing. I'm just starting to laugh. She picks both of them up and throws them at least. She... Oh, <laughs> I heard hilarious. every name in the book. So every time since then, I think I've tried it probably like 10 more times on her and it's, it's never worked. She's like, really? You're going to keep putting out this fake poop and throw. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and, yeah. And if, if you got the one I sent you, if it is oops, the one that's called oops, 
That's the most realistic one. There That's is. a realistic one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were both realistic. And I tell you, you sent me the um, oh, what was it? The snake in the uh, the uh, peanuts can. Yeah, that's a good one. So I tried using it on on her the first time, and she was shaking, and she's like, "What's gonna pop out of here?" I'm like, "Nothing. It's I'm just offering you some nuts. I, you know, I didn't want to eat them all." <laughs> yeah. See, that's the problem, Joe. Nobody trusts us. No one would even <laughs> would no one would even trust can of nuts around me or nothing because they, they know I'd, I'd I'd do something like that. Yeah. You know? So she she goes she goes. It sounds like there's just you know, a couple nuts on the bottom and she opened it real slowly and this thing followed. She goes, really? I was like, I'm over there cracking up laughing. I thought oh. it was the, the funniest thing in the world. Oh. So I tried, I took it to work and I just set it on the, on the counter and to see if anyone get it. And, and someone went and opened it and you know, it, it was like nothing. They're like, Oh, okay, whatever. And I'm, oh, I'm yeah. laughing. You know, I'm, people I'm people expect that. People amazing. expect that from us. People expect it from us, Joe. You know? Well, the best <laughs> one is, is like the electric shocking lighter. And I'll tell you why that one's also really good. If uh, now I, I'm talking about the deluxe one, I'm not talking about the Chinese cheap versions they sell now, but if you get one that's usually done by Loftus novelties, which is really good. Yeah. It will give you a strong shock. All you got to do is put it somewhere for some reason. I don't know what people have a habit. They see a lighter. They yeah, they want to flick. Yeah, they want to pick it up and flick it. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Guaranteed. So I put one in my job and I just watched it and then I hear, ow. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. You know, what, here, you know that's funny because there's, there's stuff like that that people will always do. I remember when I was over overseas and we had a gym and there's a punching bag hanging. And my buddy was like, he goes, you know, he goes, have you ever noticed that anytime somebody walks past the punching bag, you have to punch it. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I've never realized that. Then I'm like thinking myself, I'm like, well, every time I walk past one, I have to punch yeah. it or touch it. So I sat there for like 15 minutes and watched people and every single person that walked past it had to punch it. Yeah. That Not is a hard punch, just, you know, maybe a tap or something. Yeah. Or, but yeah, they have to. It, it, it's it's really really weird. And like you said, with the lighter too, I've noticed that too. If you set a lighter somewhere, someone will pick it up and they'll flick it one time, and you know, make Listen, <laughs> you know, you, you know, you guys are exactly right. Hey, here's a prank my wife played played on her her coworkers years ago. You know, uh, you know, uh, she was a nurse, as you know, she was a registered nurse, and uh, there was a there was a plastic urinal, you know, uh, that she had put some some uh, some apple juice in it. And it, it, it looked just like urine, you know what? And so her shift was going to come to an end, I think, around maybe like 7 o'clock a.m. or something. So, so there was a whole new team of nurses that came in. And so they said, hey, what's this over here? Where'd this come from? And so Sherry picked it up, and she she opened the lid, and she started to drink it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, they, they said, oh, my God. You know, it, it really freaked them out. So that's a real good one. If you get uh, one of those funny. plastic uh, disposable uh, urinals that they give yeah. to patients, and you put some apple juice in there, man. Oh. You know, wow. some, sometimes you guys don't got to go far. Like one of the my favorite that I did, but I mean, it only works one time because after that, if it happens, they already assume it's you, you know. But one day my wife, my wife was very scared if there would be a mouse in the house or something like that. She she's a type that if she hears any noise in the middle of the night, her head goes up and she's like, what's that? <laughs> you know, so uh, I kept one day I kept using like my toenail and I would go scratch the bed like. <laughs> what's that what's that so then, she goes, it's you. so then i planned out the joke and what i did is the following week um if i remember the gosh this was a long time ago i took you know those uh needle eye not the needle eye the little screws that have like a little outlet like a little eye to it that you used to put up in the ceiling to hang plants oh from. yeah yeah right right i bought two very small ones and I put one in the ceiling, like one side, I climbed and I put it in the other side that led to my side of the bed in the bedroom. And I put a two pound fishing line, the same one I used for the ghost. And I, you know, threaded it across all the way and I connected to my head post and I left <laughs> it tied in my head post so that it would um, just stay there. And then what I did was in the, in the other side, I don't know what I used, if it was aluminum foil or something. And I hung it right behind the bed. And, you know, and that was it. So then when we went to sleep, <laughs> I, with my hand, I raised and I got the invisible control thing line. And as I lifted it up and down in her side, there would be noises <laughs> coming from the thing. She got good. up, she turns the light on. She's looking around very careful. And she goes, Eddie, Eddie, 
there's a mouse in here. Get up. And I go, no, honey, everything's fine. <laughs> so, you know, she look around, nothing's fine, you know. So then she would go to, you know, turn off the light and I would start pulling it again. She got very upset at me when she found it. She goes, what? You don't think you got better, none, you know, anything better to do. But that's the point that sometimes you can really do really oh, yeah. jokes. And, and it's. um. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, hey, and, uh, getting back to that toenail thing, I think you might need a pedicure, Eddie. I don't know about that one. <laughs> no, no. Well, oh. that, as I'm saying, I was scratching the bed. <laughs> what do you got? What do you got? Toes like a wolfman or something? <laughs> no, no, because I was just doing it. it. Was you know in the middle of the dark and it's it's quiet. Wow. So it echoes. But the other thing, the other what I'm saying, scratching. I was just going with my toe, like just making the you know like on the side the side of the bed. Yeah. I was gonna tell you one thing that's really fun. <laughs> the wolfman. I like that. <laughs> I think you guys remember the uh, the invisible ink, the little. Oh. Uh, so years ago, I found one. I can't remember. I think it was at a little at a local store or something. And you know, I, I think it was right by the uh, the checkout aisle. You know how they got those little toys and stuff there. You know, mm-hmm. gadgets. And I seen it, so I grabbed it. I'm like, you know, I said I, I got to figure out how to get somebody with this. So I was holding on to it for a while, and my parents were having a little you know cookout and all that. So my sister and her husband came, me and my wife, and few other people so i have it there and i'm like man i, I want to get somebody you know with it i'm trying to figure out how so i was like you know my it's like my sister got a light colored t-shirt on <laughs> but you know how am i going to you know just spray her with ink i said you know i can't just walk up and spray and like oh yeah it's ink you know ha ha i so i'm trying to figure out a way so i said oh i said you know what i i said if this is around the time you know those um um things for water bottles used to be popular where you would like drop in like two drops or something and they would be like they would add some flavor to it or mm-hmm. whatnot oh yeah that's right i remember i remember yeah so, so i told her you know she was inside and i was on the back patio and everyone <laughs> around there sitting i said hey i said could you bring me out you know a glass of water i said i got you know some of this uh flavor stuff i want to put in it. and she goes yes <laughs> she comes walking out she goes with the glass and i was like hey i was like hold it for me real quick real quick i said i want to put a few drops in there i said you know i'm, I'm afraid it's going to get everywhere it's in this little bottle and all that it, you know it's, it's just kind of weird and she's like where'd you get that from i'm like oh you know i found that at family dollar or wherever it was so i'm walking up to her and i I'm, i take the cap off and you know i go to pretend like i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in the, the glass and i hit it real hard and it it goes all over the glass all over her shirt it's like on her face That's great and she's just standing there and you could just tell like you could just see the anger rising and i'm like i'm like laughing my butt off and yes. like everybody out there they're like oh my god what the heck is that and she's like my shirt's ruined and i'm like i'm looking at the bottom i'm like saying oh no don't worry oh it says we'll get it on clothes and all that oh my gosh you know the chemicals are gonna stain it she's freaking out and i'm like i'm saying this and and laughing at the same time and she's getting so angry and i show her the bottom like relax it's disappearing (laughs) (laughs) how long how long did it take for that stuff to dissipate um, it wasn't, it wasn't too long, a couple minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. That, you know what? That's amazing. It all of us have that same common thread, you know, that we like to do stuff like that. And, and both oh, of my it kids, was hilarious, but I was laughing. I was, I might've been the only one laughing. The only one. <laughs> yeah. Because you're the only one that knew what happened, but you know, something yeah. though, they also used to sell the disappearing ink pen. It was a pen. Oh, I remember that though. That was neat. Yep. Yeah. And th- the pen is better because that way you try to write. And then what you do is you go, what the heck is wrong with this pen? Right. And when you shake it, you shoot it into somebody's uh, shirt. Yeah. I, I, I used like- uh, Did you ever see the, um, the candies, the ones that take, they're called like stinky feet mm-hmm. candies or something. Yeah. 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 I know what you're talking about. I had a few, you know, we had a, um, we had a bowl of little candy at work for our dispatchers. They would keep out there like hard candy, Werther's originals, you know, different <laughs> wrapped up ones. So I had found a, uh, they weren't the, like the stinky feet cheese ones, but they were like a garlic one, like garlic and hot pepper. Oh, I remember those. I remember those. Yep. So I think it came in a little package. There was like three of them. So I opened it. I put it in the bowl. <laughs> I remember one guy going, I don't know what kind of candies were in there, but one of them tasted like garlic and hot peppers. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm like, really? I'm like, you know, maybe it was just a bad candy. He goes, no, you know, I tried another one 
of the same wrapped one. He goes, it was the same thing. He goes, I think someone put garlic candy in there. And I'm like, there's no such thing as garlic candy. And he's like, one more in there. You got to try it. And I told, I ended up telling him about it. I said, no, leave it in there for somebody else. Oh, man. Hey, how about the no-tier sugar packets? My mom and dad growing up oh. would, would drink coffee all day and they'd smoke cigarettes. And I would, I'd throw those packets in there with the other ones and they couldn't tear it open. Oh man, was it funny. Oh, <laughs> you know what? Back when I was a kid, I was the biggest a-hole. I'd, I'd put the cigarette loads in their cigarettes. Oh man. Oh. You, you, what about oh. the no tear toilet paper? That was, oh I, yeah. <laughs> you put the toilet paper and it can be turned out, you know? Oh, that, yeah. that's great. I, I remember being, oh man, maybe 10 or 11 and i had the um i got them from our local drugstore they were the the fake ants you know they oh, were real small right and we were having a um over my you know my parents had invited their friends over and all that and we were having a little picnic in the backyard and i sprinkled a bunch of them around the food and <laughs> they were, they, oh they were so upset and i was like there's ants over here what is this? no relax oh. they're, they're fake ants she's like i don't think so they look real and i had to show her the package but man oh that was well, that i bet was i bet your family's disgusted with you joe huh they're probably oh this guy no oh, well they works i used to you know anytime i could find and they were real cheap back then i think i got a little pack of the fake ants for maybe 30 cents 50 yeah. cents and <laughs> oh, I used to have a blast with those, man. Well, I, you, you know, when you take one of the fun, funny ones too is when I was a kid, there was a. It's still today. It's still around. It's called La Casa los Trucos, which means the House of Tricks, and it's located in Florida, in uh, the Hialeah section, the Old Havana section. And um, the funny thing about this store, like I said, this store was there from the 1960s, and I always used to buy from this magic shop. I bought one time there, it was called the adult pull toy, which is a bed that when you pull it by a string, it goes up and down like there's a couple, you know, mm -hmm. uh, in, in, in the middle of uh, having sex there, which is so really funny. It's called the adult pull toy. But mm -hmm. one of the things I bought there when I was young is I bought a deodorant bottle. And when you twisted the cap off, it would be like one of those that you kind of like rub underneath your arm, you know, like, uh, what do you call those? Um, Oh my God! Everybody back in the day were very famous. And uh, Chuck, you got to bring me. I, I got a mental mental lapse here. I'm, I'm trying to picture it. Um, uh, you know when you're the shaving creams and everything. Old Spice, okay? Oh, it looked spice, like man. one of the Old Spice deodorants that was round like that. But the only thing is, when you open the cap, a penis would pop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I, I have it in the house, and, and there's like a, a Christmas party, and we're over in my aunt's house, and everybody's calm, you know. <laughs> so my aunt is one of those. Um, I mean, she went, she passed away about a, a couple of years ago. But my aunt was one of those very strict women that you know anything you did like that was considered like back in the 1950s. <laughs> and um, I gave her the deodorant. Oh, she opens no. she opens the deodorant and goes oh. goes to her husband. Carlos, <laughs> she runs to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> and shows it to him and you can see his eyes popped up like what the hell <laughs> did, did they slap you no, no that what they did is they started they beat up my cousin <laughs> he, he had nothing to do with it but he got hit they hit him because of me and I thought it was funny because then a few weeks later I'm going to do something and my cousin goes no no don't do that they hit me last time <laughs> Oh, uh, that's good. I tell you what, another one I, I remember with the, the the pranks is remember those um um the cigarettes they used to sell and at the the end to make it look like they were um they were oh, lit. Yeah, 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 like a real long ash. Yep. Yeah. So no, I, no, I had no, no, that cigarettes that look like a lid chuck. The ones you oh, talk okay. about with the ash that's called petrified cigarettes. That's a different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the the one that looks like a lid. It had like little real thin um. <clears throat> it was like a. a Orangish, reddish kind of um, aluminum foil. Yeah, I know. What yeah, you're aluminum foil. Yeah, that's what it was. So I, I remember my mom used to. She used to smoke uh, Newport cigarettes. So I remember I had. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna set her up and really, you know, freak her out. And um, so I'm sitting on the front porch, and, and I, I was probably maybe about twelve or thirteen or so. <laughs> so I put the pack of cigarettes on 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 the thing because she used to smoke on the on the front porch. So I, I put the pack of cigarettes right next to the ashtray. And I held the one in my hand and I said, hey, mom, I said, come on out here. You know, can you come out? And she goes, what? I said, 
hey, you want to come here and have a smoke with me? And I got that one, and she just blew up on me. What are you doing? Are you smoking? Like, what are you doing? Just yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no, relax. Look, it's a fake one. <laughs> she was so upset. Oh man, that's that's pretty funny. Hey, one of the favorite holidays. You know, one of the favorite holidays for, uh, for for me and my kids anyway was always April Fool's Day. Oh we yeah, could, we couldn't wait to wake up and say, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! Don't step there. The dog crapped in there. Don't, don't, don't you know? They'd be jumping all around, and the kids would go to school and play pranks on their friends and their teachers. I mean, wow, that's a perfect holiday for for folks like us, man. <laughs> oh, I, I tell you, yeah, because you know, a few years ago, I was I had worked I was working night shift, so I got off the morning of April Fool's. So I get off at at six a.m. I usually get home about ten after six. And my wife is sleeping, and I said, "Man, I said I- I'm gonna get her, get her good." <laughs> so I walk in, and she goes, "How was work?" And I said, "I, I said here, I said you, you look at this paper. I said you tell me how how you think you know work went." And I'm you know try- I'm trying to be real stone faced and serious, <laughs> and she pops up off the bench. She goes, "What? what what's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here. Read this paper. This is what they they came in early this morning and gave it to me." And she's reading it. She goes, "What do you mean they fired you? Or what 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 happened?" I said. I don't know. I have to go to court now. They're following all doing all this stuff. I, said, I don't know what. And she's looking at it, and I'm like, I'm trying to be stone faced because I'm like, I know I got her, but it's starting to get a little bit too far. Like she's thinking I got fired and all that. And so I'm looking at her and I'm trying to hold it in. And she's like, "Are you being serious?" And I'm like, "April Fools!" And she crumbles it up and throws. <laughs> Oh man! I said, you know, so that's the last time I do something like that. She was so upset. Well, hey, that's uh, actually coming up around the corner, man. You, I know. I'm going to tell you guys one thing, though. When you guys are talking, there's a couple of jokes that see the best joke is the one that you can do to a mass audience, and and you kind of do it and watch from behind and this way because a lot of people don't take jokes as easy as we wanted to, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> Chuck mentioned before petrified cigarette. Petrified cigarettes a little thin wire about mm-hmm. the size of a cigarette and you shove it to the front of the cigarette in and then what happens is that when the cigarette is burning the ashes don't fall off so they call <laughs> it a cigarette the other one that's really good is called stink stink ruse and what they are they're those little black things just like the exploding cigarettes you stick it into the cigarette deep and then when it starts burning it starts smelling like rotten eggs yeah. you can't figure out where it's coming from so like, what the hell is that smell? That's and almost like those little. Remember where they used to be the stink bomb capsules? Oh yeah. Yo, yeah. Oh gosh, those were. I I remember a, a buddy of mine. We used to go to Skate Connection, this little skating rink in the early '90s, every Sunday after church, and his little brother had busted like three of them inside the building. And they actually <laughs> evacuated the whole building because it was so bad. <laughs> We all had to stand outside, and they opened up all the doors and everything. <laughs> no, oh, the sting bombs are pretty. And let me tell you something. I don't know how many neighbors came asking me to stop selling the kids sting bombs. <laughs> 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 Do they still sell those? Of well, course. Sure. That's a- yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Those are items oh, that never- this, might, this might be a good April Fool's coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Joe, those are items that you will always find 24-7, especially now with Amazon. But one thing I'll tell you guys, see, when you're going to do a funny joke, one time I'm, I'm like 17 years old, whatever, 18. I started working in this place that had a locker room. Now, I'm going to say this. I like a bunch of people copy and get in trouble. But the thing is, I took crazy glue. And I forgot how it was one day. A lock I had, a combination lock. Somehow I had crazy glue that broke inside my bag and it went on the combination. There was no way in hell to make it open. You couldn't, it was just like glue tight. Mm -hmm. So I thought as a joke, what would happen if you put in a lock, in a padlock, crazy glue like a drop inside the padlock? (laughs) So, yo and behold, I'm 15 years old, I'm 16 or 17, whatever it was, and I crazy glue. High locker room. <laughs> oh man! I, all they did was stay back, quiet, and everybody was screaming. They were cutting locks. Man, <laughs> if we get the guy who did this, we're gonna kiss <laughs> ass. And I'm there, and I'm like, I can't believe this. Look at look at mine, man. Because the thing I did is I, I crazy glue mine too, so oh, it yeah. made it look like you know I'm not the culprit that did it. But man, 
my boss was saying, if we get this guy, he's going to be fired on the spot. You know, whoever did it knows who did it. You better come for Nobody's going to come forward, obviously. One guy had one of those Americana locks, you know, the ones they put in stores. Yeah. <laughs> the really heavy. <laughs> he had to take a sledgehammer and break off the entire door handle. <laughs> they couldn't both. They couldn't break that open. I'm, I'm telling I'm, you, Joe. I'm looking on Amazon now. They do have the stink bombs, but they have this this spray. It's called it's called um what the heck is it? Liquid ass. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it, it says it's uh highly concentrated, super horrible smelling fart spray. <laughs> Smells like ass, only work. <laughs> one fluid, 30 milliliter, one fluid ounce, size enough for many room evacuating emissions. <laughs> Excellent for the office, the ex, and the neighbor. Let the games begin. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Oh. You, you know what's so great? Joe, Joe and Chuck was so funny about the Oh, that show. is great. It is, but but Joe, what they sell right now, it's so cool. And I mean, the wording is what sells the product. Yeah. But like, for example, the itching powder, they call it, I think it's called atomic something powder. Mm-hmm. And and then they have, because you look it up, they sell on Amazon. They're really funny. And there's one that's called, um, uh, what is it, for itching powder or for? There's some that are called, yeah, there's some that are still called itch powder. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see, there's another... Another one called panic powder. That's a OC. That's like a, a pepper one. But <clears throat> there's a fart powder, a sneezing powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's all kinds of. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, jokes and novelties only gotten more sophisticated. And the yeah. thing that they've done that's different from before is the packaging sells it more. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I have I bought all that stuff: liquid ass, liquid. Um, <laughs> that, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I mean if but the thing with that stuff like that is just funny to do it because you can do it and no one will know who did it because if they know but the problem is when you're a jokester they think it's you and I mean guys oh there's a, there's a they have a a, a four pack of candies there's a bacon candy mm-hmm. a fish candy hot pepper candy and vomit candy. Ooh. Wow. Vomit. Well, this yeah, vomit flavored candy. Oh, that would be great, Joe, to put into the bowl at work. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah, I might think I might have to to pick that up, but they've got some other um <clears throat> there's another one called Pug Poop Barking Cotton Candy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know how this got from duck pin bowling to uh, uh to liquid ass. I just we always, yeah, I, I don't know. That really took a left turn there. <laughs> We always, you know where it is. We go. We always go with the floor in our show. We always go yeah. in in the conversation. I'll tell you what, though, when you guys oh, are talking, but, but before I, I, I flip off, and here's another good, one. I, and I might have to do this around somebody's birthday or something. But it's um, the fake scratch offs. <laughs> oh yeah, those are great. Think I think it, sure that they it, want seventy five thousand or fifty thousand. Oh but yeah, Joe, yeah. Oh, the Joe, you gotta have. A, a, a gray car for that to work really good. Mm-hmm. If you get yeah. a white or a black car, it doesn't work. You know, it's a silver or gray car. The scratch is phenomenal, man. This wow. guy had just bought a new one, and I put one of that. Oh, man, they sideswiped me. And he's there looking at it. And when he puts his lights, when he realized it was fake, uh, well, you cannot tell, man. It's really good. Isn't it yeah, something? I might have to get that. They have a um, a pack of well, there's two different ones, but it looks like a a pack of eight, so four of each. It's Circus, Cash Canyon, and Mega Hit, and yeah, they look absolutely they look, they look real. But hey, guys, we are down to about the last minute twenty here. So, uh, what's your final thoughts on where our conversation went tonight? <laughs> I don't know. I think it went in the toilet. No, but I thought it was a very very funny. Very funny conversation, man. It was great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me aboard. I wish everybody a safe and healthy remainder of the evening and tomorrow. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Yeah. All right. And I think we'll have have another special, Joe, and for April Fool's is coming soon. Yeah, I I think we're going to have to have a a real big uh, April Fool's uh, podcast or even video cast of some of the different breaks. Now I got my mind working. I'm starting to remember. Yeah, that would be a good thing to do. Maybe yeah. like a like an actual video podcast of some April Fool's stuff. That'd be neat. 
Yeah, maybe showcase some some old pranks on. I'm sure Eddie yeah. and a few other guys got some. But yeah, now I got my wheels turning of of how I could get some people at work and in my wife and family members. <laughs> well, how do I know something, <laughs> Joe? But how do I know you're gonna buy that liquid ass today? Hey, you never know. I might have to just start spraying it around work and everywhere I go. Oh, hey guys, that's all we got for tonight. So everyone out there, thank you for joining us. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. And give us a great review if you so choose to. And good night, everyone. All right. Good night. God God bless, everybody. Good night.